You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Leave it inbound, just to the left of the Cavs bench. All we need Leave is a deflection. Pass deflected by Mobley, but grabbed by Doncic. Doncic bounced underneath the P.J., and he laid it in with 2.6 to go. Cavs out of timeout. Struce into Mobley. Back to Max. Half-court shot. Good! Good! He hit it! Cavs win! This place is going crazy! Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. A courtesy of the call goes to Cavs Radio. I mean, like, radio's so great. Like, listening to the games on the radio was great. Those experiences, like, when you're driving, especially if you're, like, a Cavs fan, you're driving in the car listening to the end of the game, and that happens. Like, you had to, like, try not to drive off the road. You're so excited. That's uh, that's really awesome. What a finish last night as the Cavaliers take down the Dallas Mavericks, you know, leading to some uh, some conversation today that maybe just maybe the Cleveland Cavaliers viable Eastern Conference contenders like to take down Boston or Milwaukee come playoff time maybe get to an NBA Finals Uh, we'll find out what Mike Gallagher our friend from ETR thinks about that and more coming up in a moment want to remind our audience uh, eight buckets coming up later in the show NFL win totals in the AFC our guesses for what those might be Pete Prisco from CBS Sports will join us live from the scouting combine in Indianapolis we'll continue to talk last night in the NBA uh, college hoops in the NHL spin it forward to award mark and game-by-game bets, and bets for tonight coming up in the final hour, the power hour of the show. But honestly, it's been way too long since we've welcomed in this guest to You Better You Bet. I call him the fantasy basketball goat because he is the fantasy basketball goat. The work he does for our friends that establish the run is sensational. The matchups column, the ETR NBA podcast, in the weeds in the NBA in the best possible way. And that is, of course, the great Mike Gallagher from Establish the Run on Twitter at Mike S. Gallagher. My friend, welcome back to You Better You Bet. It's Nick and Ken. How the hell are you? Doing great. Been way too long. Uh, happy to hear you guys and happy to hope you're all doing well. Been a good NBA season so far. Almost there, though. It's getting uh, getting pretty close. So, uh, yeah, excited to, to talk uh, some hoops. Uh, big night last night. Yeah, you, you mentioned big night, and we'll ask you about the Cavs, I think, and, and the Strew shot and maybe what that means for Cleveland. I, our producer, Alex, Mike, writes in the chat, we last had you on on December 7th. Like, actually has been, like, way too long since we've I don't even know how you feel about it. a lot of these teams or stuff. But you bring up, like, a big night last night. There's been a, a trend. This is, like, I'm dying to ask you this question almost more than anybody else because you watch more games than anybody that I know, probably, and think about this stuff. I'm sure you've seen this. If basically, if you've bet unders since the All-Star break ended, so like there's only been a few, you know, let's say there's been 100 games, I think, since the All-Star break ended. If you've bet unders, like you have already retired from your job, they've hit it like 80%. They had one, they went 10 and one last night, something like that, unders in the NBA. Scoring's way down. Some of these games, I mean, the Charlotte-Milwaukee final score is laughable. Like, 
do you have any kind of a guess? Is this just like random? Is it like the schedule and the teams are playing three and four and just like everybody's gassed? Why do you think this is happening? Like, why shouldn't I bet every under tonight? I think that's pretty valid. I mean, there's so many, there's two teams that are on five and seven nights and I kind of bet against both of them. We can talk about that later maybe. Um, but yeah, I think that's part of it. Part of it's a little bit unlucky. Like I, I was looking at some unguarded catch and shoot stuff when I was writing last night and it was been like kind of odd, like Kobe White's missed a ton of unguarded stuff. So yeah, I think it's a little bit of luck, but definitely the schedule being jammed together. So many teams are playing three and four, five and seven. That I think that's part of it for sure. But yeah, I, I think mostly it's uh, just a little bit of small sample size. Before we get into specific stuff, I uh, want to keep it a little macro here. Uh, Mike, what else are you, because like you, and I mean this in the most complimentary way, Mike in the weeds in the NBA, like almost nobody else is. What else are you noticing right now on like a, a night by night, like game by game level here, other than what you just said? Because I know you, you're, you're always thinking about this stuff and always on stuff like before a lot of people are. Uh, not too much. Um, trying to think here. Kind of sit on Um yeah, I mean, we, we bet a lot of unders that establish the run. So other than that, we're, we're kind of new there. Um, the rotations have been, like, a little bit longer for some. There's, like, nothing really specific. Some teams are tightening. Like, Utah's tightening a little bit. Some teams are expanding. Cleveland's expanding. So there's there's a little bit of rotation changes in half that I don't think really is specific to, like, all teams playing small, teams playing, playing bigger. But there's been a little bit of rotation changes. Some some teams are going younger for sure. Memphis is a mess. So it's kind of we're, we're kind of seeing the changing of a guard of, like, towards the tank season. And then injury reporting's been different. The Grizzlies uh, put a probable tag on Jaron Jackson for the first time since 2019. So just kind of like weird stuff like that. Like the amount of weird stuff that's happening is kind of happening more, which is pretty much the, the case to close the season. So we're getting a little bit – it's like mid-March, but we're getting it kind of a little bit earlier this year. And, Mike, I, I think you would agree, like, even if you take – if you try to make a list of, like, who's going to tank, even, like, starting now, like teams that maybe are like, oh, well, we're finally out of it, we're going to lose games, they – they all seem to not have a lot in common. Like, I, I know Charlotte just got absolutely obliterated last night, but, like, they had played really well for a while. Detroit has been oddly competitive. So it's kind of like all these teams aren't even beha- – even all the tanking teams aren't behaving the same way. Are there a few teams – and maybe they haven't done it yet. Maybe they have. Are there a few teams that are you feel like are going to just completely let go of the rope here and, like, just start starting, like, five G-leaguers or, like, guys on 10 days? Like, this is going to get really bad. Like, who are your, like, top three teams that you think could take that approach? So besides the obvious stuff, I think there's, like, hard evidence Memphis is. And the number one reason I could say this is this guy, Trey Jeminson, he's on a two-way. He's only got 15 days left on his two-way deal. And they've been just straight sitting him. Trey Jeminson has been starting for Jaron Jackson when he sits. So I think Jeminson's going to, like, play the last 10, 12 games of the year when they just sit Jaron Jackson and tank like crazy. Jaren, I mentioned that Jaron probable tag hasn't been listed as probable since 2019 from when I checked. So I think Memphis has big tank coming. We saw them get wrecked last uh, last game against Brooklyn. Certainly Portland. Uh, you know they they keep signing these new guys. They gave Duop Reith a new deal. They got Ashton Haggins a two way deal. So they're playing. They're, they're they're kind of setting it up too. So those guys look to be pretty clear. Uh, Detroit just bought out Muscala, so they're in the mix. We'll see what happens with Washington. I don't think I, I think they're like so bad that it doesn't really matter anymore. But Memphis and Portland are certainly stacking the deck, which isn't too bold. And then are we going to see Toronto? Toronto, I think, is top six protected uh, to go to San Antonio. They've got to start tanking. I mean, they want to keep that pick. Um, so that's pretty important. So I think Toronto, just based on their pick protection, 
would be a team that I'd be looking at to tank. Actually, they've been playing pretty good. They had a big win against Indiana last game, but you've got to think that if anybody's dinged up to protect that pick, they're going to probably start tanking. And Toronto won their Super Bowl by winning three straight games. They had the pizza party, and now I think they can start losing. And maybe that happens tonight at home against the uh, against the Dallas Mavericks. Ken and I will talk about that a little later in the show. You Better You Bet with Nick and Ken here on a Wednesday. Great to welcome back to You Better You Bet the great Mike Gallagher from Establish the Run on Twitter at Mike S. Gallagher. If you're into basketball, you need to be following Mike on Twitter again at Mike S. Gallagher. Mike, it's been a while since we had you on the show. How do you kind of like um, parse through the balance of power right now in the Eastern Conference, where the Celtics like can't stop winning, like they won nine straight games, obliterated the Sixers last night in the second half, but obviously questions about whether this team can actually get to the finals, can they win a championship? I'm really big on Milwaukee right now, as Ken said, obliterating the Hornets last night, and the Cavs kind of can't stop winning either. And you got the Knicks, you know, if we ever get guys back healthy, maybe Embiid comes back for Philadelphia. How do you view the balance of power right now, Mike, in the East? Yeah, Milwaukee, looks. their defense has been a lot better. Uh, certainly, Charlotte just missed a ton of good looks last night. Uh, that, that, that you could, I mean, you could get, like, it, it, it was just terrible. But um, anyways, so the thing working against Milwaukee the most is their strength of schedule. They have the hardest strength of schedule going forward in the Eastern Conference. Only the Suns are worse in the whole league. So that's going to hurt them a little bit. But at least their defense is playing better. I think they're starting to gel. Pat Connington kind of coming out of his slump uh, has kind of helped them to shore up their back end. Bobby Portis is starting to get out of his little slump. Uh, Dame is looking like himself. He was fantastic early last night. So certainly I think Milwaukee's got the inside uh, track for the number two seed. I don't think I need to even say anything on Boston. Pretty straightforward that they've got the one seed locked up. Uh, but Cleveland looks legit, man. Um, Darius Garland still kind of uh, not quite 100% from the fractured jaw. Evan Roby's been insane defensively. He's first in the NBA uh, on points per possession against based on shots defended. That's per synergy. So they've got really good defense. There's obviously the concerns. We saw Jared Allen flame out against the Knicks. So I don't know if they've got, you know, make a deep run kind of uh, situation. Miami's got some stuff to worry about. So it kind of feels like Milwaukee's going to just figure it out because Dame is such a great clutch time performer. So I'm with you there. I think that they're probably the favorite uh, for the two seed. I don't know if I can get there on the Orlando's, Miami's. Can Philly even avoid the play-in at this point? They're playing terrible basketball. So um, Boston clear number one. Milwaukee clear number two, and then Cavs kind of clear number three for me. We'll see if the Knicks could kind of hold it together after, you know, some spotty play. They need OG back in a hurry. Mike, we'd uh, love to a thought from you on tonight's games. Maybe we'll do that like the final minute to close. So maybe in just a minute here, you know, when, when we used to have you on more regularly in last year, uh, it was a little more often you would frequently come on and, you, you know, you'd have something in any award market, a bet that you had made that you were excited about. And I understand like we're getting to you late here, right? It feels like most of the award markets are really set. Like we, we kind of know who the winner is going to be or it's close. Is there anything in any award market that's available now, like I'm, I'm sure you have like 50 bets that are awesome because I know you and you pay a lot of attention to this stuff. You were on a manual quickly last year, like a 200 to one. Um, is there anything interesting to you now in any award market in the NBA here in about 60 seconds? So I'm, I've got two six man of the year positions and I'm pretty strong on ones are already kind of dried up. I actually still think there's value on Malik Monk. He is heavy, heavy favorite. I think if you get him like 120, I'm still probably taking that. But the other position I have is Bobby Portis. And I think that's actually, it's a, it's a long, it's about the same time I made the Emmanuel quickly pitch, but it's pretty similar. If you're betting on the Bucks and the Bucks could somehow separate and be a clear number two, maybe Malik Monk takes a step back. But all these other guys are falling by the wayside. Bogdan Bogdanovich, he's starting for a while now because Trey Young's back. Tim Hardaway Jr. has been bad for like a month and a half. 
all these other guys are just falling apart. So if he could somehow get Monk to cool off, Bobby Portis gets hot, the, the Bucks start to rise. Bobby was going like 100 to 1. I was like really excited about a month and a half ago to fire him at like 75 to 1. And it hasn't gone great. But I think there's still time. He's third in the NBA in uh, bench points. He came off the bench every game, hasn't missed a game. Voters care about that. They We saw that last year. Like Malcolm Brogdon came off the bench every game and they gave him the award. So I actually still think there's some value on Bobby. 21 and 7 last night. Listen, some people say Bobby Porter <laughs> should be sixth man of the year. And who am I to disagree? Sign someone who bet him at a huge price also. Absolutely agree. Mike, in like 10 seconds, you have one bet for tonight that you really love for tonight's slate in the NBA. In like 10 seconds, please. Yeah, I'm taking the Pelicans. I'm taking the Pelicans to lose. They are questionable. Five games and seven nights. They're uh, planning to get in until 6.30 a.m. last night. So schedule is really tough. They're really banged up. I think the Pacers could cover. I got it at five and a half. I think you can still take it like six and a half. It does feel like if like the Knicks were at full strength last night, they might have like bulldozed yeah. New Orleans with, with the Pelicans' effort in that game. Mike, it is my sincere hope that we get to do this with a little more regularity. I know you're busy, but coming down the stretch of the NBA season, you know that we love having you on the show. Stay well, good luck with the bets, and we hope to do this again soon. Thanks, guys. Let's do this soon. Thanks so much. All right, the great Mike Gallagher joining us here on You Better, You Bet. I miss him, too. Hour one done, hour two for you. Coming up on the other side, we'll get back to the NBA, college hoops, National Hockey League, so much from last night to spin forward with Nick and Ken.